includes a paid promotion. I stopped swimming because I wanted to make money and have a life because you don't make much money doing that. But that was really hard. And that was a really big obstacle is once I realized that, why am I doing this? Where's the love of the sport? And it's like becoming a lifelong athlete, trying to keep swimming in your life. How do you keep swimming in your life as you age and the responsibilities of life happen and life gets more dynamic and tricky? And how do you balance that? Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And my co-host, as always, is Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hi, Kelly. Great to be with you today, as usual. Yes, great to be with you. And well, if you are an athlete parent or someone who is trying to keep multiple balls in the air successfully, you are going to want to stick around and get some mojo from today's guest champion, Morgan Filler. Morgan is joining us today from Petaluma, California. Her accomplishments include being a former member of the U.S. National Open Water Team, five years on the FINA World Cup Marathon Pro Swim Circuit, winning the 28.2-mile swim around Manhattan, and Morgan is an honorary member of the International Marathon Swimming Hall of Fame, inducted in 2000, and she's also an open water coach and a USA assistant swim coach at Thunder Coast Aquatics, where her two young girls are swimmers. What else, Maria? Well, we're excited to learn about this ambitious champion's most recent adventures, which include swimming in the 2022 U.S. Masters 5K Championships. And when she's not surfing, coaching, or parenting, she's working on our recently launched exercise meets fashion swimsuit company called See Her Swim. We're ready to get some mojo. Morgan, welcome to Champions Mojo. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. In all these gnarly open water swims, tell us a time that was just overwhelming and scary and how you got through it? There's been many of those. I've only quit one race, one marathon swim, and that was because I was hypothermic and throwing up. But all the others, I was able to persevere through all these challenges. And the one race that really sticks out in my memory is in Argentina. In January and February, the circuit goes to South America for their summer season. And it was, we swim consecutive weekends, like three or four consecutive weekends races. And this was the last of three races in a row. And every race of the top five swimmers get prize money as well as world cup ranking. And so it was super important for me to finish and to get these. So the last race, the race was estimated to be five hours, be a real kind of shorter race. So I planned my fluids to be for about five and a half hours, just in case. And so every swimmer prepares their fluids for the event and every swimmer has a support boat next to them and a coach on the boat feeds me every 15 minutes. Well, the race took longer than five and a half hours and I ran out of my fuel, my liquid. And so I had about like an hour and a half left. And so I was like, what am I going to do? what happened was, I was like, oh, I have a genius idea. And, you know, after five and a half hours of swimming, I think I'm sharp and quick-witted, but, you know, it's kind of (laughs) adding on the time. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to create the human filter. I'm going to clench my teeth together (laughs) and I'm going to drink the river water, which is brown. And 
the race organizers highly recommended everyone get typhoid and hepatitis shots to go to these races anyway. But I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm just going to clench my teeth and suck it in. So I did that. I did that for an hour and a half and I finished the race and I placed the top five. So I got my money, which is really important because I was in my 20s and just living to race. And I got my World Cup points. And I was so proud of myself that I came up with this idea and I finished. And then later that evening, I started getting sick. <laughs> and so some of the other swimmers had like charcoal tablets that you could take to help. And so I took those and I was going home the next day. And on the flight home, I passed out on the airplane. <laughs> I just was went to the bathroom and came back and passed out on the aisle and then gradually woke up and crawled myself back to my seat. And then I came home and tested to see if I contracted any bacteria or any bugs. And luckily I didn't, but I did it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what, was it, what, what was the takeaway from that? Like, what did you learn out of that? Ingenuity, right? Like things, my big takeaway is that there are, look, it's not a dead end. There are options and trying to find these little openings and being clever about it and really keeping a calm, cool head and finding the openings and the opportunities. How are you applying that to the rest of your life? Everywhere, everywhere. Whether I tell that to my girls all the time, like when they get upset and things don't go their way, like, okay, this isn't the end. This isn't the dead end. Let's find an opportunity. Where's the opening? And even in business and development, when there's problems with like last year with shipment and my fabric didn't come and it got lost somewhere, it's trying to find, well, what can I do? A lot of things are out of your control, definitely. But there are opportunities to find, well, what can you do? What can I create an opportunity? And being assertive, right? I'm not going to be passive. I'm going to find ways that work for me and meet me in a place that I can try, being able to try. I love that. So yeah, let's back up though. And for, you know, Maria and I have done a lot of research on you and we know about See Her Swim, which is your bathing suit business. But tell us how that came about and what the inspiration was and what the vision is. So I grew up wearing Speedos and TYRs. And then when a suit gets old, you put on another suit and you wear two suits to training in. And that was what you did. And in my 20s, I was still training and racing. And then I was living in Berkeley and I started to do swim lessons, give swim lessons to kids. And I would be giving swim lessons to all ages and I was in the water with them and I was wearing the, my training suits. And then at this time, there were some new swimsuit brands coming up that were very revealing. They were skimpy and they were cute and they were for training and I liked them and I could wear them. But when I was working with these little kids and talking to parents, it just didn't feel right for me to be wearing these revealing swimsuits. But I didn't want to wear my classic training suit either. I wanted something more fun. And so that's where the idea really started was that, okay, training suit for the skimpy stuff are, have their place and I can wear them and they feel good. But at some places, I also want to be a little bit more modest, but still feel feminine and have feel stylish and feel fun. And when kids are pulling on my suits or I have to go demonstrate swimming, I want it to hold up. And I would also bring girls out into the open water for swim practice there and to introduce them to the open water. And so we'd be playing in the waves 
And I didn't want to always have to readjust my swimsuits. I wanted to play in the waves. I wanted to demonstrate to them and help them and not have to worry about my suit. I love it. So Morgan, we have to interject here because we want our male listeners to hang in there because this is not just about women, even though these are suits for women. And my husband did ask me, does she make men's suits? Maybe, maybe <laughs> in the future. Right now it's see her swim. And that can be, you know, a husband, a partner, a brother, a friend that knows women that want to swim, but they just don't feel comfortable getting into those skinny little suits. And I'm here to tell you just a quick little story to illustrate what you're saying is, you know, we swim masters. Marie and I are master swimmers. We're actually on the same team when she's in the area. So sometimes I need a little bit more than masters swim training and I will swim with the USA team. And so one of the USA teams sees me swimming in the masters practice and I wear the traditional pretty skimpy, you know, revealing cut suit. And so this coach said, you can come and swim with our team, but you're going to have to wear a less revealing suit. What? And yeah. But that's just, you know, I'm just wearing what is available to me. I mean, there's really not a choice because there's only, if you want to wear a competitive suit in an active situation where you're surfing or swimming or doing a triathlon, well, triathlon's a little different, but there's either one or two things. You're either wearing the traditional brands, which are very revealing, that's the cut, or you're wearing an old grandmother suit which doesn't really cut it either. So Morgan and the men listening, this I think is a great product for women that gives, you know, something in the middle ground. Yeah. And they are, they are pretty. They're just, they're stylish, as you said, but they don't have the frou-frous and stuff that would keep you from being active. I like that they go in that intersection between people who want, who are athletes and want to be active. And like you said, not think about your suit and also still attractive. And as you said, modest enough for wearing anywhere. So what was the aha moment for you? Well, right. It was, when I would try various other brands out there and they say they stay on while you exercise and I realized that they didn't. Like when surfing or swimming, they would billow. So just looking at the history of swimwear, I noticed that there's a lot of just repetitive styles out there that have been going on since 1920s, say. <laughs> so there's different variations. So I looked at the history of these swimwear and found like the five styles that are out there. And so I took those styles and said, okay, I know what training swimsuits are and the construction and what makes them technical. These suits aren't for racing, they're for training. And in training, just like we wore two suits in the 80s and 90s, there's a reason for that. Because then when you do race, you put on your high-tech suit that you feel super sleek in. So why not feel like you have an exercise suit that has some drag to it, right? So I took the construction and the technical details of a training suit and then put it to the fashionable styles. And when I did that for my first suits, that was like, yes, it does work. Just putting them in the right spots, you know, I don't get the billowing and they stay put. What's been your greatest obstacle? I felt like I got wrapped up in the competition and I wasn't softening myself to other parts of life. I wanted to be more a well-rounded person. I wanted to love what I was doing and not lose the fun. And so eventually that's what happens is I stopped swimming because I wanted to make money and have a life because you don't make much money doing that. But that was really hard. And that was a really big obstacle is once I realized that 
why am I doing this? Where's the love of the sport? And it's like becoming a lifelong athlete, trying to keep swimming in your life. How do you keep swimming in your life as you age and the responsibilities of life happen and life gets more dynamic and tricky? And how do you balance that? And I don't just swim to stay in shape, though, you know, that's part of it, but I want to love it. I want to enjoy the feeling that I get as well as my engagement with other people and collaborating with other people. And it's not like I am going to be the top selling swimwear brand. That's not my goal because what I've seen in a lot of situations is you have to let go. You can't have everything, but I want to have a balanced life of family, of friends, of making a career and bringing this to women out there and still have heart in it and not just the end goal. How are you going to define success for your new company? Oh, well, success is for women to no longer have to choose between being either fun and fashionable or fit and athletic, that women can be both. Nice, nice. You know, with all you do, one of the things we like to know about really successful people is tell us about any strategies or routines that you do that make you successful. My days are usually, they start with exercise and I feel so lucky to be able to do it outside. So swimming outside and going for a run at the beach or going to the ocean has really helped me think of myself as part of the whole. I'm not just my little self in my little house in my little room doing my job, but that there's nature and that there's so much more and that I can connect with my surroundings and that I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. And so I want to feel connected. And so being in the ocean, taking on challenges on a day-to-day level really helps me feel alive. I really want to feel alive. And I put myself into situations on a day-to-day basis that wakes me up, makes me feel like there's things bigger than me. The waves are bigger than me. And I feel like that's really important. Gosh, I think that's gold right there. I mean, taking on a daily challenge wakes us up. And, and yeah, and reminding ourselves that we're not, I like how you described your little life in the house or whatever. And then the, reminding yourself that the world is bigger, waves are big, the ocean is big. I love that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. What about nutrition and sleep? You didn't say anything about nutrition or sleep or anything. Do you worry about that stuff? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's definitely, I go to bed early so I can wake up early. And definitely I eat really well where I don't have a lot of processed foods and we can go to the farmer's markets here and buy local fruits and vegetables. I do all the cooking. We don't do a lot of takeout and going out out to eat. It's all me and my partner cooking. We make our own pizzas. And it's the process of cooking our meals that is really the fun part is prepping and cooking dinner and then eating it together. And that's the evening. And then, you know, playing Monopoly with kids and to bed. It's trying to keep life as simple as possible, but still understanding that there's a lot of responsibilities that happen and we got to take kids places and you know errands but I value downtime I try and balance doing my work but then I also really appreciate having an empty schedule and being able to read a book or just sit in the backyard or go to the beach I don't want my schedule to be jam-packed I want to be able to have space to think to process that's beautiful space Base. Love it. All right, Morgan, before we play the fun sprint around of questions to have people get to know you a little bit better on the fun side, is there anything that we have not asked you that you would like to share with us? Well, I think that 
being a female athlete, there is a sense of what does it mean to be a female athlete? And when I was growing up, having muscles was really hard because people would always think that they would say, oh, don't beat me up with your muscles. But what I'm really appreciating that now is that muscles and body types have really expanded to be beautiful and you can still be beautiful and you can still be fit in all body sizes. And I just love that, that when I stopped swimming, I was like, I want to be thin and lose all my muscles. But now I'm back at like being strong again. And it actually really does feel empowering to me. And I've really come full circle to love my body as it is. And that I just hope that people that when you're young, there's peer pressure, but as you get older to really accept and love your body for what it is. And it is something that can make you feel good to be present in your body, to feel your body, to be connected to your body and internally have that power source come from inside and exude out from you and not come from outside, but from inside. That is wonderful. Yeah. Being strong is, I think when I'm listening to you say all that, to me, I just keep hearing that, you know, you're preaching to the choir with women athletes because Maria and I are, you know, both that that's probably one of the top descriptors of who we are. And I think being strong as I age and, you know, we're a little bit older than you strength is probably the quality that I want to embody in my body, in my mind, in my work, in my friendships. I want to be strong for everyone, for myself. And in fact, we, one of our top shows we've ever done is we interviewed the hundred year old Charlotte Sandal. She does 12 pushups every morning as a 100 year old. She is strong. And so, yeah, here, here to that. That's a really good finish. Maria, anything on that? I love, you know, the power inside your power source inside exudes out. And I, I agree with you, Kelly. I haven't, I haven't ever thought of it, particularly the way that both of you just put it, but yeah, that's beautiful. That should be the definition of beauty, right? Feeling strong inside and letting it exude through you. I, lo- I love that. Awesome. All right. Now, you know, we've gone deep. We've covered some really <laughs> powerful, strong stuff. And now it's just, it's just really fun. Are you ready to play a little sprinter round, Morgan? Yes. Take back. All right. What do you consider the best sandwich? Mm. Veggie sandwich. <laughs> okay. What's on the veggie? That's what she's worrying about. I love Giro's. Giro's. Okay, cool. What do you own that you should throw out? <laughs> oh, the shoes. <laughs> the shoes. The shoes that I don't wear that I think I'm going to wear. <laughs> I love it. What is the scariest animal to you? Snakes. Snakes. Not great whites, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What celebrity would you most like to meet? Um, Michelle Obama. Nice. What is the hardest swimming event? 200 Butterfly. Favorite action movie? really watch movies. (laughs) Favorite movie, period. Any movie. Yeah. Ponyo. Ponyo. Never heard of it. It's a Japanese Japanese animation. Oh, wow. Okay. Your favorite smell. Mm. Well, I have a diffuser. And so they have these like hybrid smells that you put together that you you diffuse into my room. And so like there's the fresh smell and like the cinnamon smells. So I love those like lavender smells. For the cool. That's I've never heard of hybrid smells. All right. Maria's mm-hmm. got the last ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you make your bed every morning? With a gentle fluff, I do. <laughs> <laughs> gentle fluff. Kickboard or no kickboard? No kickboard. If you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Edge of the Moon by Xavier Red. Okay. 
Describe your life in five words. Organized, playful, empowering, curious, sassy. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Those are great. Window or aisle? Window. Favorite swimming facility? The ocean or Aquatic (laughs) Park, San Francisco. Okay. I like that. I was wondering if you were going to say that. What word comes to mind when you first dive into the water? Oh, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> B-R-R-R. I, I hear you. Well, Morgan, this has just been such a pleasure. And we are excited to follow your see her swim suits and just hear about all your successes. And really, you know, it's been wonderful to have you. And we're going to do our, our takeaways. Yes. Thanks, Morgan. It's been a delight. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Stay tuned for the takeaways. Do you know someone that wants a more comfortable, safer, faster bicycle? Then explore Cruise Bike, the best recumbent bike on the market. You'll be able to ride more with more joy. Cruise Bike is spelled C-R-U-Z-B-I-K-E. Check out cruisebike.com. Your recumbent ride awaits you. Now the takeaways. So Maria Morgan Filler, she's you know a world-class former pro marathon swimmer, mom, coach, entrepreneur, started this great business, See Her Swim. And we had a lot of takeaways. We'll do two each. What was your first Takeaway. I so related to her because as an endurance, I'm getting ready to do a 12-hour event on my bicycle. As a person who gets in and does something for a long time by myself and trains a lot by myself, I love that she said she had been working on being more heart-centered and more focused on outside, on people and collaboration. And I remember when I was doing a really hard workout night for a long time and I came back and I was talking to my son about how hard it was. And he said, mom, when you're ready to have fun, you know, quit cycling and grab a soccer ball because you do it with other people. And, and, and I laugh because what's made cycling more fun for me is my cycling team that I, I have a virtual cycling team that I do virtual events on, on Zwift. And I love it. And it's changed everything for me. It's given me a reason to work out and I am collaborating with others and we're holding each other up. So I loved what she said about just for those of us who, you know, just put our head down and it's work and we try really hard and we persevere, it can be fun too. And we should make it fun and we should get in touch with whatever it is that needs to be, you know, for me, it's relationships. It sounded like it was that for her too. Yeah. So us, us grinders, right? we need to sometimes <laughs> find things that we can do to yeah. that, that, that are fun, that bring up happy emotions right. and laughter. You know, I, I, right. Yeah. I get that. And that's, you know, you and I talk about how important it is to exercise the E word, but that it can be fun too. It doesn't yes. have to be that. Right. So, and my first takeaway, and I think it kind of embodies her whole mission with see her swim in the suits and just who she is, is that strength is the real beauty. It's the real power. It's the real thing that we are looking for. And to me, I can't think of a better adjective that I would want to be described by than being strong. And that can be in your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your friendships, in everything, in your family, in your bonds. So I think my takeaway was that Morgan Filler wants her suits to make women feel strong. That's great. Totally agree. Nothing more to add to that. And what's your final takeaway? My second takeaway is I loved how she talked about her life. Here's a woman who does endurance swimming, which must take a lot of time. She's got kids. She's got a partner. She has a job, multiple jobs, it sounds like. And yet she still says, I value downtime. I need space. I want to have space in my time. I want to read books. I want to have, and that that's something I'm actually getting better at. I can tell you, I've read some books lately and I just, I cannot, this is going to be something that I'm going to be working on my whole life. Having space and not feeling like if I'm just sitting enjoying nature that I'm not being productive and that productivity is the end all and the be all. What does uh, Mark say? I'm a human being, not a human doing. Yes, he loves <laughs> so, that. So I loved her. I loved that she, and even in her incredible and productive life, she values downtime. She meditates. She has space in her life. 
Yeah. Space is really important. And she even added, you know, getting into nature, all of that is, is very important. And as a creative, which I consider myself, if I don't have that space, I get just bad anxiety. It does. It's not good for my mental health. I don't think anybody needs to fill their days 24 seven with, you know, full activity. So that's a great one. And my final one is kind of just, you know, it lit me up as far as like, oh, this just spoke to me. And I don't know if it spoke to other people, but she said she loves every day to do something that challenges her and that makes her feel awake. And that was really verbalized well for me. And I agree with that, that I like, I like a challenge. It's like the to-do list or the checklist or the, I'm going to do something that scares me, or I'm going to do something tough and that it keeps you awake. So that was my takeaway. Awake is a great way to describe it. Yeah. That we need to do that stuff. That was my takeaway. So that's great. Another great one in the books, another champion that we've gotten the mojo from, and I'll see you on the next one. I love you. Okay. Love you too, Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo Podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.